It's gonna be exciting. First one here in uh, 2011. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, we're really excited. I mean, it's just it's another game at the end of the day. Just different day, different different time of day. So, um, but no, it's gonna be exciting. I'm sure the city's pumped, and hopefully get a nice big crowd. Get rowdy over here. So it'll be fun. Yeah, I mean, it's it's very exciting. You know, you're the Monday Night Football, the history of Monday Night Football in, in the National Football League, and and you know, are the only game on that day. And you know, it's a you're in front, you're playing in front of front of your peers or other teams and they're watching you um, it's exciting you know if you want to talk about the number one seed or whatever that is we put ourselves in a situation where that's attainable you know we're right there in the mix so I think that's something that we definitely we're not oblivious to that fact obviously we're taking it one game at a time and you got to win one game at a time in order to get there but we understand that's something that's reachable for us and that we can do XL 92.5 FM presents Jaguars Today with your hosts Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, David Garrard, and oh, my pocket. Dylan Denmark. All right, good morning, Duval. It is game day, and you control whether or not the AFC playoffs come through your backyard. How about that? Good morning, everybody. A happy Monday, Monday night football in Jacksonville, FLA. It's been a while. And the Jags uh, heavily favored to beat the Cincinnati Bengals without Joe Burrow coming into town. And they got the gift of a Kansas City loss last night on Sunday Night Football. And uh, at the moment, if the Jags are able to win, they'll have tiebreakers over both the Miami Dolphins and Baltimore Ravens and will stand at the top of the AFC standings. Pretty good place to be. Good morning, uh, David Garrard. How are you? Good morning. Doing great. It's game day. It is game day. You, Always feeling good We don't on get game to day. do these with you very I know. Often. I know. That's why I'm so happy to be here today. We're fired up. And uh, Tony, how are you? Doing well. All right. Uh, Bulls season came to an end. It did. It's all right. Mm-hmm. You know what? Good season, Bulls. For the rest of them that won, good for you. For the ones that lost, Better luck next time. Yeah. We're on to the Jags today. Yeah, yeah for still sure. We've got three in the local area that are That's right. alive. That's so, right. Yeah. It's a blackout tonight, but I'm covering all my bases. All right, because I wore black. <laughs> they won five in a row when I wore the black, and then they lost badly to San Francisco, so I switched it up, and they've won a couple wearing teal, so I'm wearing teal this morning. I'll participate in the blackout tonight, however, <laughs> and I'll switch it up to black at some point this afternoon, and uh, honestly – has no bearing on it. I just want to be as little blame as possible there, here. There you go. <laughs> That's just get me out of the way. I don't think we're going to have any problems. I really do. I feel the Jags are going to uh, look at this as an opportunity just to show the nation just how good a football team they can be. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. And, uh, you know, it'd be nice to beat them with all their weapons, but uh, we'll take whoever's in front of us. Better to beat them <laughs> without all their weapons than to lose to them in Abs- any fashion, 100%. right? Like I, I, you know, feel bad for you, but that's life in the big city. Yeah, Texans lost Tank Dell yesterday, out yep. for the year. Now it looks like with a fractured fibula. Dang, that's tough. You know, that's life. That's how it goes sometimes. You know, we just want to beat whoever lines up in front of us. That's all we can do yep. is uh, play that team. We uh, Jags lost their left tackle last week for at least a month. We don't know how long uh, ultimately that's going to be. So it happens to everybody. Uh, keep number 16 healthy, and I think this team's got a chance to go a lot of places. So uh, today, we get the rare, the rarest of the rare, Monday Keys to Victory mm. program right here with the Jags getting ready to take on the Bengals tonight, and then they'll get primetime again in just a couple more weeks against the Baltimore Ravens. So, I mean, it's all out there for them right now. Who would not have taken control of your playoff seating 
heading into the month of December if you're the Jags, right? I mean, at this point, yeah, wasn't great the way they lost to Houston early on, but if you looked at it and said, you know what, you'll be 8-3 and three going into that matchup if you beat Cincinnati and, you know, at the time, you'd probably figure, oh, they're going to bring Joe Burrow and company to town, uh, you'll be in first place. I think anybody would have signed up for that before yep. the season started. So uh, we'll find out tonight, you know. Uh, what do you think, Tone? Is this a, a slow burn for the city? You think people are taking today off, or is it just tomorrow that they're taking off? I hope uh, they're taking both days off. I hope they're taking at least tomorrow off. Yeah. Uh, look, I know I heard late last week that I think the slab, which is where, you know, BCB and those guys, they party before mm-hmm. the games, is going to be opening pretty early today. I heard four, maybe five o'clock. Uh, for them, maybe even earlier than that, when everything is said and done, it's got. We saw that late in the season last year, right? When they had the game against the Titans for the division on the line, the playoff game here at home as well. And we saw it was crazy, you know, just trying to get into the stadium last year for those couple of games. It was crazy. I don't think it'll be quite that uh, tonight for this one, but certainly the city is, you know, on fire for this team right now, and it's all out in front of them, as you said. They're they're in control of their own destiny for the one seed in the AFC, right? They're in control of their own destiny to have a bye in the AFC playoffs at this point. It's and they only give one of those yeah. out now. Yeah, I mean it's it's and I'm with you. Like the Houston loss, I look back on that now and go, huh, that's the NFL. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, NFL teams don't win every week. That's just not how it typically works in the NFL. The team that's going to be the one seed is probably going to have lost three or four games. Right? When everything is said and done, the Jags are at three, can't afford for another one. Right? Like, it just, you you don't have any wiggle room for the one seed to lose anymore. That starts tonight against the Cincinnati Bengals, a Bengals team that's not going to have their quarterback. Make that count. Just keep this train rolling for this Jaguars team. Yeah, I think that's what – look, everybody expects it to happen tonight. You know, I think you look ahead and you go on the road versus Cleveland. Is there a letdown after a primetime game? Sandwiched between primetime games with Joe Flacco at quarterback. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens with Lamar Jackson, much more dangerous team coming in. Look, you can't overlook the remainder of the teams on your schedule, no. right? I mean, they're going to show up and try to win a football game as well. But uh, right now, it doesn't look like – the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are that fearsome. The Carolina Panthers are the worst team in the National Football League, and you've already handled the Tennessee Titans once, but I don't want to even make that game worth anything. But uh, the way to do that is to continue to win and maybe put yourself in a position where that game doesn't mean anything. Just think of this. If they were to lose tonight, and I, I fully expect them to win, you're only a game up. Granted, you'll have the tiebreaker over both the Colts and the Texans, but mm-hmm. It looks so much better <laughs> to be nine and three with those tiebreakers when both of those teams are coming on at seven and five right now, Dave. Yeah, I mean nothing is given to you in the NFL. I mean, I'm in a pick'em league, and there were plenty of games where it was this team should win 98 percent, win this game, and they still lost. So it is no you can't you can't just phone it in thinking we're going to show up. They're struggling. And we're just going to knock them out. You got to come in every game and be ready to win, be ready to take whoever's in front of you, be able to rip their soul out of their body. And that's what we got to do tonight. Yeah, and we'll go through throughout the course of the next couple hours what some of the keys are for the Jags to make sure that they do take care of business in this one. Uh, Cincinnati, 
you know, with the exception of the quarterback, probably as full strength as they could have expected to be this mm-hmm. week with Logan Wilson, who was iffy going into the week of practice, not on the injury report. So he's going to go very talented linebacker. He's good against the run and in coverage. And you got T. Higgins coming back this week as well. It's been a very disappointing season for him. Now the question is, can Jake Brown and get him the ball? But there's no question Cincinnati's much more dangerous when they've got T. Higgins out there. So we'll find out. Jack's yeah. pretty dangerous themselves uh, with uh, <laughs> with Ridley and Kirk and Zay back in the mix. And Love it. Could Evan Ingram get in the end zone for the first time all year? Uh, will Trevor Lawrence have uh, kind of a national, I wouldn't say a coronation. He can't win the crown of anything mm-hmm. tonight. But, you know, I'd, I'd love for him to go out there and kind of say, look, the win is the most important thing, but I'd love for him to have one of those 330-yard, three-touchdown-type performances where the, there's no narrative about, yeah. well, but, you know, um, he's, you know, put that on the heels of the last two ones that he's had, and I think most people would feel that he is kind of getting back to that form he was at at the second half of last year. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be good for him to show other fan bases who haven't really watched us because we haven't had so many primetime games to be able to say, oh, okay, you know, I, I heard he's been doing okay and, you know, he's playing well, that kind of stuff. But now they can see it and he puts on an actual show to where everybody says, oh, oh, they are for real. I mean, who is this Josh Allen? I thought he played in Buffalo. Wow, he's for real. Like, let's see our stars come out and show up. Under the light. And I know that's important for a lot in the fan base, right? They want to get that kind of national acclaim and respect and all that. In the end, you know, even if you win the Super Bowl, you can't guarantee that there won't be people out there saying, oh, it was a fluke. It was this. Yeah. It was a down year for whatever. <laughs> Who cares, man? Can't make everybody happy. It, it, right. So, in the end, it, it, in the, we'd like for all this to happen. Just give me the win tonight. Yeah. And the key core of this football team remaining healthy moving forward and then we didn't get that last week with cam robinson but you know one injury where they're well positioned to fill in mm-hmm. is okay had it last year uh walker little played well down the stretch gonna have to do it again hopefully we'll get cam back for the postseason but if you want to get in today uh you know the ways to do it you can hit us up on the phone lines the all pro roofing phone lines at 641 1010. Also on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures at that same number, 641 And let us know what your plans are tonight. Are you tailgating? Are you grilling out? Uh, you know, what exactly are you doing? Maybe a little bit different, uh, being that it is prime time at home Monday night, or, or are you just taking it in as you always are? If you want to give your prediction on the game, your keys to victory, that's what we're seeking today. That's your Chad and Sandy real estate question of the day. What are your three keys to victory for the Jags? The three most important things they've got to accomplish to make sure that they walk away with their ninth win of the season at the end of the evening tonight. So uh, David Garrard is here. Tony Smith is here. Pockets is here. Good morning, Dylan. How are you? I'm excellent, man. How are we doing? All right. Uh, Rainey, did you get on the course this weekend? No, 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 no. No, no golf for you this no weekend, golf. huh? Golf yeah. for you? Uh, range. That was it. Okay. A couple range sessions. I you feel know. that. Got in the morning. Got it done. Put my feet up, watch a bunch of football. It was all good in my neck of the woods. So uh, hit us up on social media today, Adam D underscore 1010XL, at 1010XL Fat Tony, at David Garrard 9, and at 1010XL Denmark. Hold my pocket. Keys to victory Monday. Let's celebrate. We'll be talking Jags all day long right here on your flagship home for the Jacksonville Jaguars. 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Just Monday, David Garrard Monday on 1010XL. Brought to you by your local Napa Auto Care Centers.
DG in the house, just realizing pregame means we go before the game <laughs> for many hours. It's like, what time are y'all going to get over to the stadium? We're like, well, we're on the air at 5 o'clock today. Mm-hmm. So well, I was wondering if you're going to go tailgate. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. No, I mean, I'm in, I'm in the studio 90 minutes before we go on the air, so I'll be over there by 3.30 this afternoon. Okay, you guys you still know? work before. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, good for I mean, you guys. Yeah, like to get ready. You know, I don't know if I call it grueling work or anything like that. It's a It's a – Pleasure, a delight is what it you is. You don't go warm up on the field and get yourself ready uh, for. No, <laughs> I, I don't do the me 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 me. Okay, all the, yeah. the different little things like uh, get a good lather before. Yeah, you like know, you an anchor on. man. You know the the the, the little uh, little verbal ticks that people go through. Feet. Yes, the arsonist. <laughs> oddly shaped feet 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 uh, or whatever. Uh, all right, got a few here on the text line before we get to some of the phone calls coming in. We'd like today to be kind of a celebration of Jaguar football, or at least in anticipation of what's going to happen on the field tonight. But you bring your thoughts, uh, good, bad, or otherwise, to the table. Uh, some of the ones coming in on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures took both days off, meaning today and tomorrow. Hashtag Jags are back. Love it. Five hours of partying because the slab opens at 3 p.m. Love that as well. Bush Drive Rich, a frequent texter of ours, mm-hmm. will not be seeing Bush Drive tomorrow. Uh, Duval for the first place Jags. Love that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, swing by the fairgrounds a lot. Plenty of good food and drinks. I'm sure there will be. I'm sure there will be plenty of great tailgating across the board. If it doesn't happen between where I park my car and the gate, <laughs> I don't usually get to partake, but that's okay. We want you to enjoy uh, Gary is in town from Suffolk, Virginia. He said he's staying at the host hotel for the bad guys, and their fans remind him of some of the mayo-eating fans that we all know about. So apparently the Bengal fans can be just as obnoxious <laughs> as uh, Titans fans as well. Uh, let's see. Um, uh, oh, somebody wants to get hooked up with tickets as well. That's that's <laughs> when I stopped reading uh yeah, uh, got got nothing for you yeah. on that front. I do not have a pocket full of tickets uh, waiting to be <laughs> distributed. But uh, good luck in your quest, nonetheless, to find some somebody. Somebody be out there with them. I'm sure there are. You know, you don't see – is it because I, – I really don't know why this is. Is it because, like, everything's electronically yes, transferred yes, now? Like, yes. you don't see the, the I need they tickets They do not guys. want to see paper show up at the gate. Right. They but, like, for the people out there – like, if you've got a Ticketmaster account, right, yeah. I could buy your tickets. Yep. You could transfer them to me, yep. okay? But I don't see the people with the I need tickets yeah. signs like they used to be out there. No more paper. Is that because of the paper? But that's what I'm saying. Like, couldn't I they guess do it they electronically could, like, as well? Yeah, but then you don't get your money right away. It takes a little while for it to come through kind of thing. I gotcha. Mm-hmm. So, it's the – it's the it, like, I couldn't say, hey, transfer me those tickets and I'll hand you this cash for that. Ticket, like, uh, you can. I, I don't know. I'm yeah, just trying to wonder, wonder why it's like you can transfer co- tickets. Like if you had buddies and you're giving them their tickets, you can transfer them to them. I always thought it was so interesting uh, <laughs> how it's supposed to be like this organic. Hey, oh, I need tickets. Oh, you need tickets. Good thing you happen to have that laminated sign that was just sitting around on this day when you actually have to need organic. tickets. Mm-hmm. Is it not? Oh, I don't is think it, so. oh was I wrong? About <laughs> yeah, that? I think All you're right. wrong. I might have been wrong about that. All right. Anyway, uh, doesn't matter. Hope if you want to be there. Uh, you find a way. I'm sure there's tickets available on the secondary yeah. market. I just don't have any to give you. Uh, <laughs> let's go out to the lines, and if anything's going to get us fired up, other than perhaps Holiday, mm-hmm. who would get you more fired up right out of the gates than our man Byron in Gainesville? Good morning to you, Byron. Duval! 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 
Now we got a long day, Byron. I can't be losing my voice, but uh, we're definitely going to give a little call and response. How you doing, buddy? Hey, guys. And I noticed the wrong time, but, uh, man, when I did come up to Jacksonville, you were busy, Mike, and I got to meet Tony, if you remember, uh, doing a Tim Tebow, and I don't want to mention that coach name era. Ah. But, guys, that was because I'm a journalist. Yeah, I, Urban's good guy, man. It was it was doing that. I was I was majoring in journalism. And I really, yo, you guys are my idol, and David, you too. And and guys, real quick, I'm gonna do this story, man. One of my favorite games was a preseason Atlanta game, and uh, my friend from Duval named Harry Douglas was there, and I got to meet him after high school in the '70s. His son is now uh, ESPN you know analyst, and I couldn't get to meet him that night because it was after the game. But one of my favorite games, I say that to say. I'm old now, 65, and I can't see. I would be there. It's an insult to the team. I can't drive at night, but um, I'm there in spirit, so I'll be in my house tailgating and watching them like a saber-toothed tiger drinking me some Maxwell coffee so I can stay up that late because T-Law going to show up. Get ready, get ready. All right, Byron. Thank you, buddy. Uh, <laughs> Byron's like, I don't want to be a menace out on the roadways. Man. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to stay home and do my thing That's and, smart. Uh, and send you some energy. Hey, you know what? There are plenty of Jag fans that don't make the pilgrimage. We hope it's absolutely packed uh, tonight uh, and blacked out as it will be. I've gotten some critique already because I wore teal this morning. That's fine. You know what? It's not game time yet, baby. I'll be uh, I'll be participating in the blackout. I uh, got this one on the text line coming in from South Carolina. Is anyone welcome at the slab, or do you need to be a member of the Bold City Brigade? I do believe if you are uh, supporting the Jacksonville Jaguars, you will be embraced at the slab. Is uh, my feeling, but I don't. I don't speak for the slab. I don't speak for the Bold City Brigade. If somebody knows no, yeah. different, please They'll let us know. Do yeah. let me know. Uh, but I, I do believe uh, that uh, they are welcoming to out of towners, mm. right? If you're here for the right reasons, which is to root on the Jacksonville Jaguars. So uh, BCBers, let us know. If that is, in fact, the case, but I do believe that is. Uh, let's go back to Gainesville. Uh, maybe Tony could give Byron a ride if Tony's coming over. I don't know, but Tony's on next on Jaguars today. Good morning, Tony. What's up, man? How y'all doing, man? Listen, I'm telling you now, I don't care what nobody say. We finna win tonight, and we gonna do it in style, man. I find myself sometimes giving the media more life for criticizing our team. Let me break that down. I just kind of feel like a lot of things that they say, we react off of it. Man, listen, I don't care what they say, man. I'm a jag, I'm a die jag, and whether we win or lose, man, I'm going to ride with my team. That's what I want to say first. But on the defensive side today, all I want to say before I take my question off the line is turn Trayvon and Josh loose. Don't give this man one series to be comfortable. First quarter to the end, Give him the blues. That's all I want to say, fellas. Thank you for Thank you, Tony. Appreciate it, man. And uh, hopefully they will, yeah. right? I mean, Jake Browning's not exactly got a wealth of uh, quarterbacking experience, Dave. When you go in, you know, obviously the Jags pass rush has been better yeah. than uh, Josh Allen's having the best season of his career. There's yeah. no question about it. But I think overall it's been probably a little bit better than most anticipated, even with the total volume. There's nobody matching Josh Allen, but that's okay. Most teams don't have two guys at that level, as a young QB in a situation like this, 
is Jake Browning looking to maybe just get a couple of easy completions off the bat? Is he looking to lean on Joe Mixon to get a couple of first downs? Like what what is going through his head, do you think, as Monday night football kicks off? Yeah, exactly what you just said. He wants to be able to get a, a couple easy completions to start the game because that gives him the feeling of, okay, I can do this. You know, the stage is big, everybody's watching, but all I gotta do is get the ball to my playmakers and they'll help me out. And then, like you said, Joe Mixon, being able to hand the ball to him, being able to dump the ball down to him, um, especially early in the game. Let's keep the chains moving is what he's trying to think. But, you know, not to give away my keys victory or anything, (laughs) but we definitely have to be on the attack. Just like the caller said, we don't want him to feel like I can hang with these guys. We want him to think. Man, they are blitzing from everywhere. They are coming from the concessions. I don't know who is hitting me, but everybody is hitting me on every play. And if we can provide some push up the middle on a guy who's not a very tall guy, he's you know uh, he's you know more on the shorter side of being a quarterback. If he's got pressure in his face, making him move back in the pocket, that gives Josh Allen Trayvon uh, more chances to swipe at him and get him down. Look, the guy has had just the one start, but the numbers are not horrible yeah. for him, right? I he's mean, got it, weapons. And the, the activity he's played this year, he's played in parts of three games with mm-hmm. one start and came in, obviously, in relief, cold off the bench uh, for Burrow against Baltimore. In that Baltimore game, he threw a touchdown, didn't throw a pick. Overall, he's thrown for 295 yards, two TDs, one interception, 27 out of 41, so that's 66% yeah. completion percentage. The, the raw numbers are not that terrible. Mm-hmm. It's just that, the, you know, and, and he did it without T. Higgins. But And Jamar Chase and T. Higgins are dangerous. So is Tyler Boyd. And any, any given play, you got to be aware of these guys. I, I think one of the big keys is you can't let them get the easy yeah. six, right? You can't let them have the the blown coverage, uh, the busted assignment, the, the you know, whatever – leads to the the 40-yard leak out mm-hmm. where they can flip the field in one or two plays. Yeah, we, we've got to make sure we wrap up tackle in open field because they're going to, you know, do the tunnel screens. They're going to – those are the ways to get the ball out of his hands mm-hmm. and let your playmakers go make plays. You know, we got to watch out for the screen game with the running backs. These are all easy completions. Things when the moment is real big, you can help your quarterback out by not asking him to throw, you know, a 25-yard deep out. You know, those kind of things. So we've definitely got to apply the pressure, um, tackle when the ball is right there, and get off the field. Man, I feel like I'm giving like, All the keys. so many keys hey, here. Look, there are a lot of them, okay? <laughs> there are a lot of them. So uh, you can, you're can you allowed to go back okay. to the well later thank you, on thank if you, you want to. Because I will. All right. Uh, let's get Regina <laughs> in Mandarin next up here on uh, this, hopefully, Duval. Victory Money. Duval. Duval. Regina, what's up? Good morning. I wanted to give the Jaguar Nation a shout out to wear black. I'm wearing a black visor, black long shirt, black pants, black shoes, and I'm even bringing a black towel. I want those player, Bengal players to see nothing but black. Mm-hmm. Also, I wanted to ask David, what does he think our, our O-line stacks up to their D-line without Cam Robinson? And I'll take my answer off the floor. Go Jags. Thank Bye. you, Regina. Appreciate you. Um, what well, about Erickson, right? Over there on their D line, Hendrickson. Hendrickson. Trey Hendrickson. Okay, yeah, yes. yeah. So he's a, a talented guy. He is. Um, I, I could see Walker still doing a pretty good job against him, but you know he makes plays. He's he's there. Josh Allen basically. Um, they've got a, a pretty good D line, but I, I feel like our offensive line has 
done a very good job this year, even with all the different combinations of, of uh, O-linemen starting and all that kind of stuff. So I'm going to still give the edge to us, not saying that, you know, uh, Trev won't have to move around, won't have to get himself out of some trouble at, at different times. Uh, he, he may get hit once or twice, but um, I think the way that we're going to come out, if we can come out with a somewhat fast start, take their wheel early in the game, then uh, it'd be a little bit more easy sailing, hopefully, as the game goes on. Well, that's the thing, too. They're going to come in here. I mean, look, this is a desperate team, yeah. right? And and we all can sit here and go, they're not going anywhere with Jake Browning. They can't afford to think that way, no. right? They're looking at it like, hey, we can still make a playoff run. We Our season would be salvaged somewhat by just getting into the postseason yeah. at this point in time. Plus, they're playing for pride. I mean, this is a team that was in the Super Bowl two years ago, and a lot of the core of that team is still there. And granted – not having Joe Burrow makes them a lot less dangerous. That's just a fact. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that you're not going to get the A effort of the Cincinnati Bengals tonight. We're not at the point in the season yet, David, where the teams that know there's no future for them as far as postseason or after a quarter going, all right, like, yeah, you know, yeah. we just want to get through it, don't get hurt. I don't want to have to go through rehab for the entire yep. offseason. We're not at that point in the year yet. And from the Bengals' perspective, they have to be thinking – if we win tonight, we can still make something happen, mm -hmm. right? In the AFC, that's the way that they have to approach it. I don't even think hitting them early is necessarily going to make them think, you know what, it's just not going to be our night. I don't think this – we're not at that point in the season yet for teams to be thinking or reacting that way to what's happening within games. They're going to give you their best shot for four quarters. I think the Jaguars are going to be more than ready for it, but you're going to get the Bengals' best shot, whatever the equivalent of that is, without Joe Burrow tonight on Monday Night Football. Which is why I think you got to still come out early, hitting them defensively and offensively, because you can take people's will, especially if things just aren't going. They can't stay on the field on third down. Like you, You'll start seeing the effort, and maybe not just the effort, but – There'll be frustration like, man, if we just had our guy, he's not doing what he's supposed You want to just give them some doubt so that they can think, we're still trying hard, but uh, you know what? I don't know if we have it tonight. That's what I'm saying. Yes, they're going to still continue to come at you and, and do their best, but not everybody over there will continue to do that if they don't feel like things are going their way. All right, by the way um – Got immediate confirmation. Yes, all are welcome at the slab. So, uh, mm. you know, go out and partake. Come one, come all. Come one, come all, and uh, support the Jacksonville Jaguars wherever you are uh, to uh, get ready. Slab opens early today at 3 o'clock. Uh, tailgaters open at like 4. That's a long time That's, tailgating, boy. It's going to be a lot of time. You know, just pace yourself and, <laughs> yeah. and make plans to get home. There right? you go. Make plans ahead of time. Somebody asked on the uh, text line, is it too soon to have a breakfast beer? Hell no, it's not too soon to have a breakfast beer as long as you got a plan yeah. around it, right? Make sure you get a nap in. Don't wear yourself out, right? It's a long day, it's right? Long. Exactly. You, you can plan. If you got that nap scheduled yep. for later on, get a good buzz, get a good nap, get up, start all over again, whatever you want to do. Woo. Just be safe about it and uh, be full throated in your support for the Jacksonville Jaguars tonight. So, again, your Chad and Sandy real estate question today. Asking for your keys to victory for the Jags. You want to talk about that or just how excited you are for Monday Night Football to return to the bank and the First Coast? We'll get into all that as we continue to move towards kickoff tonight right here on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. Air Centers on 1010XL.
All right, DG in the house on a Keys to Victory Monday. We've never done one of those with David. And all the time we've been doing it, we haven't. Uh, so, new traditions getting underway. I have a feeling uh, this won't be the last time the Jags are on Monday night football yeah. in the near future. Now, I used to be on Friday, so I have done the Keys True. to Victory. True. Keys to Victory Friday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Right. But never but Monday. Monday, it's, it's a special day. Love it. Uh, hopefully, uh, you know, I don't know what we'll – We'll do tomorrow with the Reaction Tuesday on Check the Tape Tuesday. Yeah, we've done Keys to Victory on Monday shows before. We've never done it on Jaguars today. We haven't had Monday Night Football since Jaguars today. Since we've been in existence. It was 12 years ago. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And uh, we've been going now for, what, 11 years? Something like that? (laughs) Is is this our 10th? I think it's 10. Is it 10? I don't know. Yeah. Lost it's been a long time. It's yeah. been, it hasn't been long enough to uh, <laughs> yeah, have covered a Monday true. night game. Uh, by the way, somebody brought this up, and I will mention it. This is what the Jags are requesting, that you're in your seat. If you're sitting in the bowl, they want you in your seat by 745 and have downloaded the Jags app on your phone because they're going to do some kind of sync-up light show. I love right? it. And love it. you could participate if you have the app downloaded, and you can, uh, I think, just tap the banner at the top of the app, and it's going to help sync up your phone. But uh, if you go to the Jags website, jaguars.com, they've got step-by-step instructions if you want to participate in that. And if you do, you're going to have to be in your seat about 30 minutes before kickoff. Yeah. Since you're all drinking now, should yeah. be no problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> should be no problem. Yeah. Why wouldn't you want to participate? I mean, we they've never had anything like that. One more cocktail, Tony. Right. You know, I, I mean, come on. I, I, I think that's probably the reason. I don't even know if it's a, a reason of why. It may be one of those, what time do we have to be at our seat? It's 730. We're on the other side <laughs> of the stadium. you got to start making your way in early. Hope, hope we make it there. <laughs> yeah, right? exactly. I think it's more that than, yes. than oh, for sure. any desire not to participate in it. I mean, so. they used to do like the the cat call or whatever they called it, right? They would throw, They would have that sound. That would come up and be like, it's time to go in the stadium, right? Like, even oh, they used to have a cat call? They did. It was like, it, I forget what time they would do it. It was like 30, 45 minutes before the game. It's like, if you're still drinking, <laughs> it's time to head into the stadium. The game will still be kicking off at one, right? Like that kind of thing. They used to have that kind of thing in the parking lot. I'm sure they could figure something out similar with this. You know, a uh, late arriving crowd. Dave. Uh-huh. That's, yeah. That's uh, what you... Always describe it as, as a sportscaster when there are a bunch of empty seats early on. It's a late arriving crowd just filing in. We're, we're going to show up. We're going to show up for it. Oh, I think so. I think it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I mean, really, somebody had the. Uh, um, I saw Doom retweeted it. That's what got it on my radar. But somebody put out the graphic last week about percentage of potential attendance and mm-hmm. seats fill. Like the Jags are like fourth in the league in terms of. Uh, Filling like 102% of the available capacity this year. So, you know, this this whole narrative that. No, it ain't the fans, baby. That that Duval will not support. Well, put put it this way there should be no narrative that Duval won't support winning football. Mm -hmm. That's never been an issue with this team. And they're winning now. And uh, you'll see. Uh, And hopefully the team shows up and gives us a performance that we think they're capable of tonight. You know, uh, I think they will. Uh, we might as well hit a few, you know, a couple of keys. Like, I think one of the things, as I mentioned earlier, is can't give up the, the fluke play, right? Cincinnati, if you – I don't think there's much of a chance that Cincinnati can drive their way downfield 10, 12 play drives consistently throughout this game, the way this Jags defense is playing with Jake Browning at quarterback. Yeah, that's why I said we got we to gotta make our tackles. 
open field tackles, anywhere tackles, but you got to make the tackles because they've got guys that, you know, if they break one tackle and, and everybody's not rallying to the ball, they're gone. Let me ask you this. I know you're an offensive guy, obviously, being a quarterback, but you've been in plenty of meetings. You break down defenses. You mm-hmm. know how they think. And so if you're the Jags and you've got a guy that you think, I don't think he can beat us if we make him go 10, 12 plays every single time. Right? I just don't think he can execute at that high level or he's going to have to show us something that yeah. we haven't seen out of him. How do you balance that with, like, caller earlier, hey, let's heat him up. Let's get let, – you know, yeah. obviously, look, Josh Allen, when he's in a pass rush, he's going to try to heat him up no matter what. But do you, are you more conservative about sending pressure, like sending an extra guy? Because you're afraid if they do pick it up, they can hit that big play. That, and that's really maybe the only formula for them to win that football game. How do you balance that? So I'd, I'd rather play more coverage and let our front four go get after them than sending a bunch of people. Because that's how, if they pick it up and he has a good throw – one guy catches it, and there's nobody else back there other than the guy that's covering them. That's where they can make those big plays. So you want to disguise. You want to make him have to think a lot, allowing your rush to get to him because if he can get more coverage sacks, then that's his, that that will rattle him more because he doesn't feel like, well, I can't get the ball out of my hands fast or I got to dump it down. Let him dump it down, and we'll rally to the ball. But – Trying to send a bunch of exotic pressures and heat them up that way, that's not what I would want to do to a, a young guy or a guy that is not your starter, pretty much. Uh, everybody thinks Travis Etienne is going to play tonight, right? I mean, I have no reason to think he's not, although he's been limited in practice all week. Tyson Campbell also limited uh, this week, and they've gotten used to to some degree playing without Tyson Campbell. He's still the best yeah. that they have. That Look, Darius Williams having a great year, right? But – if you're picking sides, like Tyson Campbell is going to be one of the first defensive players you choose, uh, who is more critical to have out there tonight? They're both limited in uh, each of the Jags' uh, last three practices. Well, I mean, I think with Campbell, it's what's his injury? He's a hammy. That's the one that I would be more cautious about because you come back, you come back too soon, and it, you know, it just lingers. We've all seen that around the league. Uh, Travis, I think it's probably his is more, you know, how much pain tolerance, that kind of stuff. So I would be okay with seeing him get out there and test the waters. And, you know, if it acts up, he can always, you know, back off and and take less plays. But I I don't want Campbell to come out there and retweak it or anything like that. If he's good at hundred percent, like let him play. But if he's not, we don't need to force him out there. We've all heard over and over by now they haven't played a Monday night football game since 2011, mm-hmm. right, David? You got to be part of teams with the Jags that the last time they had any kind of, you know, period of time where they weren't playing in these kind of primetime games were basically coming out of 99. They had a couple, you know, in 2000, 2001, I think, was the last before you got here, yeah. right? And then you guys achieved what you did in 05. You had a couple in 06. What yep. was the feeling like? I think the Steelers <laughs> were the first of the Monday night games that year, but what was the feeling like getting ready for that game, being in the city, and they hadn't had that kind of opportunity for five years at that point. We're talking, obviously, 12, uh, getting ready for the one tonight, but what was that locker room like getting ready for Monday night football? Yeah, the the one that really sticks out to me was uh, Tom Coughlin's first time back, and I actually got the start for that game, New York Giants, yep. uh, Monday night, and it is it's just different. It's electric. You've been sitting – 
at the hotel going over game stuff and talking and resting and you're just amped up because you know everybody in the league everybody around the country that watches NFL football that watches Monday night they're coming to see they're tuning in Monday night you know um, used to be like that's what you wanted that was the the primetime game that was the game you wanted um, and so you look forward to it and they do so much extra stuff like with the the lighting and you know the app stuff like all that stuff is super cool and the players love it because they're still young guys that you know grew up watching football and watching Monday night they know how exciting it is so it, there is a a lot of excitement to it that's why it's always built up so they're going to be just as excited as the fans are especially like i said if they come out start fast don't come out and start slow a couple three and outs, that kind of stuff, because then you take all that buildup and you take a little bit of the wind out of the sails for your, your home squad. So beyond the fact that, they're, look, they, they should be fired up because of where they stand and all this, there are plenty of reasons. But everybody, even professional athletes, sometimes need that extra motivation, right, mm-hmm. to play at that fever pitch. But how much do you think, if you put yourself in their position right now, would they? Would there be talk today like, hey, guys, you realize what happened last night? Like, we are in control. Like, does Doug Peterson, is that a point of emphasis? I mean, it doesn't help you beat the Bengals, right? But it does put you in the mindset of, hey, if we don't slip up, everything we want is possible in terms of making everybody come to our place throughout the postseason. So how much would that factor in as a professional athlete to know all of a sudden you're in a position now where if you went out – Nobody else can overtake you in the AFC standings. Well, I mean, you guys know how athletes are, how coaches are. It's always about that one game, you know, and they'll mention that and they'll say, you know, everything is right there in front of us, but it's all about tonight. Because if we go out here and lay an egg and Mm -hmm. we lose this game, then we've squandered any of that stuff. So we don't make a big deal about, you know, first place and all that kind of stuff. It's let's get this win tonight and let all that stuff happen the way it's going to happen. That's just how athletes and coaches, it's how they think. They stay in the moment. They don't look down the road, that kind of stuff. It's because you you start losing sight of what's right in front of you. And if you just win the games you're supposed to win and do your job, then all that stuff will take care of itself. I think that's the right way to approach it. Yeah. Right from a player and a coach. Do y'all actually take that to heart? <laughs> or are you thinking about all those things? Yeah, no. Hey, bro, you see, like, <laughs> hey, you, I, we, we went out. We're the number one seed, right? You definitely know it in the back of your mind, but I promise you, you've been trained since your days in college, even in high school. Every coach does it. So it's ingrained in you to think about the right now because you don't want to start thinking about these lofty things and what can happen and all that kind of stuff. But you just think, if we just win today and win the moment now, all that stuff will take – and, and it's, just, it's just preached so much. So most of them are thinking that way, but with a little bit of looking towards the future. I tell you guys, when, I, when I, we played, when I played, we wouldn't even know who the next couple games were, who we played. It was always about the next – opponent because we can't do anything two weeks down the road. I mean, you know there's, you know, you know your primetime games. That's what players know. Mm-hmm. But they don't always know that it's this team or that team. They're just thinking right here, right now, let's just stay focused. Well, let's hope that's the case. And because uh, I do believe that they have a focused effort tonight, I, I find it hard to believe the Cincinnati Bengals are going to 
make this Jaguar fan base upset as they're leaving the stadium. Uh, that's my feeling. How do you feel about it? 641-1010 is the number if you want to get in and let us know how you're feeling here on game day for your Jacksonville Jaguars kickoff uh, a little over nine hours away, maybe about nine and a half hours from now, just under that, and uh, you got plenty of time to get prepared. We'll have you prepared all day with nothing but nonstop Jaguar talk here on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Hour two coming up. We will take a quick look around the rest of the National Football League. Apparently, the referees have an impact on games that don't involve the Jacksonville Jaguars. Wow. Surprise, surprise uh, how that can go. Uh, so we'll look back on the weekend that was and how it impacts the Jags, obviously setting them up to now control what happens to them standings-wise, uh, you know, control to the point that they still have to go out there and win football games, and uh, the other teams, their opponents are going to have some say in that. But it begins tonight here at Everbank Stadium. Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, David Garrard, and Dylan Denmark here with you. This is Jaguars Today on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. He's our QB. It's a David Garrard Monday on 1010XL. Brought to you by your local Napa Auto Care Centers. All right, DJ, I don't know. Did you uh, watch Sunday Night Football last night? Some of it. Some of it. Yeah. All right. Did you notice uh, that Taylor Swift was there? Again? I heard. Okay. Do you think the NFL has benefited from the association of Travis Kelsey dating Taylor Swift? I have not benefited from it. You so have not. Okay. Do you think, I you am... think the league has benefited from it? I'm sure they have because they have different eyeballs that normally aren't watching the game, watching it. But I- I'm over it. I was over it the first time she totally was understand. on the <laughs> so, Right. I'm not like, I don't care. I couldn't name you a Taylor Swift song. Right. But. Oh, I, I like I like Tay Tay now. I don't know. Anything. Just don't need her all over my football screen. That's fine. But do you think that there are a lot of fifteen-year-old girls who may Absolutely. be tuning into Sunday Night Football to see if they catch a glimpse of Taylor Swift? I already know it because I have those females in my life, and I know how much now they love Travis Kelsey. And I said, "Oh, I know." Travis Kelsey. They're oh, like, you're big into fantasy oh, now, girls. Oh, my you? gosh. They said, <laughs> this is what they said. You know Travis Kelsey? That makes me one more step closer to knowing Taylor Swift. And I'm like, eh, I don't think Not really. I don't think it works like that. But that's okay. <laughs> Point being, yeah, the NFL is not tired of the Kansas City Chiefs, right? I mean, yeah. like, like Patrick Mahomes, still wildly popular. Yeah, yeah. The Kelsey Swift thing has been this big B plot storyline yep. all season, right? They're they're the reigning Super Bowl champs, blah blah blah. Yeah, I don't think the NFL's out to get Kansas City Chiefs. No. at this point, right? That 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 game last night, and I don't think it, it went both ways. I did see all those plays, right? Though. Like <laughs> for everyone sitting there, go, oh, the, the the refs are out to get the Jags, or the refs are out to get this team, or it's the refs on this, the refs on that. Last night, that last drive, my just goodness. the last drive, <laughs> yeah, just the last drive. Mahomes is inbounds running. Right to yeah, the point where I don't even understand down. how that was a. He's not even out of bounds rough, at all. Yeah, gets hit inbounds, r- unnecessary roughness. That made right. no shouldn't sense. have been a flag, and the clock should have been running because he knocked him out of bounds backwards. Yeah, correct. But even if you give him the clock stoppage, yeah. fine. But fifteen yards. No, it's not the last time they messed up that uh, clock stoppage call. No, did right? he lead with his helmet or anything? No, no. It was a. It was he like a shoulder. Like a, no, it was a. It was a hard hit. Mahomes is running. Yeah. He's not he hasn't stepped out. He's not sliding. He is fighting for a first down. And that, he's a runner that, outside that the makes pocket. No sense. Right? Not at all. Right? No sense whatsoever. So um that happens. Then um you could argue, look, I get the Rishi Rice 
Rashi Rice was down. Yeah. And he fumbled it and they returned it because that's what they're telling the refs to do. Let the play play yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. I love that part. Because uh, some are complaining, well, how'd they blow that call? Because that's what they're kind of instructed yeah. to do, to let that go. So I didn't have an issue with that. It was clear that his butt cheek was on the ground. Yep. No fumble. And yeah. they, they rectified that. So that's not a big deal. So Bye-bye, Isaiah. After that play, yeah. Isaiah Pacheco <laughs> throws a left hook. Yeah. Right? Gets tossed from the game. No 10-second runoff against the Chiefs. Yep. Right? No, uh, there's mm. no timeouts. You're under two minutes. That's 10 seconds. Oh, yeah. Penalty. I couldn't believe that there was no runoff, and why isn't the clock running? Like, when they set it ready for play, why isn't the clock running? Correct. Ah, uh, they didn't start the clock back up. No. Mm. Right? Um. So, uh, the next play, yeah. <laughs> Mahomes goes deep to Marquez Valdez-Scantling, who – Go, you know, defensive back goes for a ride. <laughs> Literally riding on his back. And they said he did not materially interfere with his ability to catch the ball. That's what they said after the game with a chance to think about yeah. it. <laughs> kind of okay. hard to go up for the ball when the guy is like, laying on your back. Yes. So then he hits MVS. Mahomes hits MVS on a little out route. And he gets driven backwards in the field of play by about a yard and a half and then steps out of bounds. Stop the clock. Stop the clock. He's out of bounds. When you get driven backwards in the field of play, your forward keep going. progress, keep rolling yeah. the clock. But I really felt like the ref at that point was like, oh, I'm not going to make this. I really felt like that was influenced by the circumstance of the game. Mm. That's what I felt. Mm. I, maybe I'm wrong about that. But that's the impression I got. So, uh, And then on the final play of the game, you're never going to get this. But Kelsey did get two hands shoved in the back on the mm-hmm. the uh, Hail Mary. Yeah. You're just never going to You're never going to get that. And uh, on the – the Hail Mary, you're not going to get pass interference setting you up at the one-yard line. But, I mean, how <laughs> that's just one drive yeah. in the game where you presume Sunday night football, they probably got all the camera angles, all the referee, mm-hmm. you know, the top referee crews, yep. what, all this stuff. So, uh, do yeah. I think they're out to get the Chiefs and or the Packers? I don't think they're out to get either one of them. I think that, that we're seeing abysmally ineffective refereeing yeah. happen this year. That's kind of where we're at. Yeah. So. Look, it happens. These these are humans. Yeah, they make mistakes. It it happened that they made mistakes that could have cost either team the football <laughs> game did. last night. Right? right. I mean, they alternately wanted Green Bay to win, then they wanted Kansas City to win. I mean, I like <laughs> what are we doing? I mean, what's your narrative? Pick a narrative and pick yeah. a lane. And when it happens, it's not because they're out to get you. It's because they missed the call. Yeah, it's called human right. error. Yeah. Now, in the end, uh, if they miss all the calls in Green Bay's favor, I'm happy because I don't care what <laughs> if the Kansas City Chiefs get screwed. I don't, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, look, there are plenty of instances. We all understand Miles Jack wasn't down. and, and But – Every fan base can probably point to the historical examples where they feel they've no gotten screwed by the referees, you know, and uh, so be it. You know, it just it is what Saints it is. Saints might be the worst one. That was terrible all time. Right, the guy tackled. The, <laughs> I mean, literally plowed into him. The ball right, and, and right at that, there. And at that point in the game, it's like everyone's like, "Well, you know, I, I I'm not of the well. It happened early. You had time to overcome it. It still happened. Yeah. It still might have taken away points, but when it happens that late." And there's no and that chance egregious, to, I mean, to come gosh, back from mighty. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, if you want to get in, 641-1010. We'll go around the league coming up in a minute. We've got keys to victory roundtable on the way as well as the Jags get ready to take on Cincinnati tonight with their playoff seeding in their hands. Win out, and you'll be the number one seed. Maybe even lose a game, and you'll be the number one seed. By the way, Kansas City plays uh, Buffalo next week. Mm-hmm. Let's go Bills Mafia, mm-hmm. right? Uh, we'll take care of the rate. We got to take care of the Ravens head to head. That's a huge one. Got to take care of the business tonight. 
uh, is where it begins, and yep. then the Browns, and uh, and one at a time. But nice to know that they're in that position. Let's get Rob and McClenny next up here on Jaguars today. Good morning, Rob. Hey, good morning, guys. Thanks for taking my call. Sure. I had a quick question, maybe more importantly for, for Dave. The security guard on the sidelines for Philly last night, do all NFL teams have their own private security guy? And this guy just seemed like some Philly mafia connection. I don't know, but <laughs> do, do most NFL teams have a security guard that close present on the sidelines? Thanks. I'll take it off the air. Thank you. Yeah, they do. And uh, they're you know usually geared for the head coach. He makes sure everything is – uh, taken care of for the head coach, but then they also plot when we're going on an away trip. They set the uh, the caravan for the police escort. They they do all those things. They make sure the hotel has adequate uh, security there and all those kind of things. But they're really the right hand person of the head coach when he's moving around. They're right there with him all the time. And the reason you probably don't know that to a hundred percent assurance, Rob, is that they don't usually get involved in what goes no, down on the sidelines. Not at all. Skip Richardson is not going to be out there trying to muscle right. guys. He's got, like you said, he, they're going to take care of the coach. Like, is the coach running off the field? You see a security guy in his hip pocket. Yes. Right? At every level of college, pro football, yep. and they're, they're trying to avoid that guy running up, you know, Some that crazy fan or any, any, right, anybody. Just, yeah. that what they're not trying to do is break up a skirmish between players on their own team, in between teams, whatever the case no, may be. And he's be, like so. on the field, basically putting his hands, trying to, you know, separate the guys. But that's not what he is there for. He should not be doing that. No, just right. Let the, the, Stay back. And somebody and, else come over there. An actual coach, maybe. Come or over. the refs, or which the is, refs. That's yeah. whose job it is yeah. to to separate those guys. And I'm not even mad, like mad at the guy. You know, I don't no. think he tried to do anything malicious no, or anything like that. But he's you know getting tossed out of the game was the right thing last night. And they they're acting like he was a martyr and a hero, and he's walking out. <laughs> he's the Hell, most popular. He man got in one of their better players out of the game too. So right, well, he did. He did help get uh, Greenlaw yeah. uh, thrown out of the game. But uh, I mean, you know, uh, I don't know. If anybody's all that popular in Philadelphia after last night, by the way, San Francisco. Whew. I know. I mean, when Gosh, they turn it up, I mean, they beat the Jags down. They yeah. beat the Eagles down. They beat the Cowboys down. Those are three. I mean, who are the premier teams in the National Football League? If they're not three of the, the top yep. eight, yeah. you know, I mean. I was looking at, you know, we talked about it when the Jags were getting ready to play and both teams coming off the bye, they were going to get all their weapons back, right? They had yeah. been without their guys for a few weeks, without Trent, without Debo, right? Those guys hadn't been in the lineup for a couple of weeks. Well, they were scoring 17, 17, 17. You go look at what they've done with those guys just on the field, <laughs> right? They're averaging almost 34 points oh a game with those guys on the field. The, uh, the 49ers are pretty clearly the best team in football when they're healthy. When they have their guys. Yeah. Unbelievable. All right, uh, let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll do a little Keys to Victory roundtable. You can get yours in in any fashion you like on the text line designed by Lifetime Enclosures on social media. Uh, hit us up on the phone lines, on the all-pro roofing phone lines at 641-1010, the YouTube chat, or just think about it really, really hard. Or yell out the window as you drive by here on Hogan Road, and uh, I'm sure it will get to us one way or the other. Uh, Jags hosting the Bengals. Monday night football kickoff in just about nine hours. Use that time wisely, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, hopefully we'll have the Jags alone at the top of the AFC playoff picture at the end of the night. Mike Dempsey, Tony Smith, David Garrard, and Dylan Denmark. Keys to victory roundtable straight ahead. 
on Jaguars Today on 1010XL 92.5 FM. Jaguars Today on 1010XL with David Garrard. Brought to you by your local Napa Auto Care Centers. All right. Uh, you know, the best laid plans, right? Uh-huh. Get blown up by a big fat bowl of chili. <laughs> I, I mean, they do sometimes. Somebody puts down a, a, a 13 sausage habanero chili over Ooh. jasmine rice. You're probably going to eat that no matter what your plans were. Leading up to that moment. That sounded right? delicious, too. That is uh, what I'm rumored <laughs> there to, to hear that. Here it comes. <laughs> Fan cam. To make sure you're on the YouTube chat right now. Yes, please. Watching Ooh. in video form. Fan cam's got Thank his, you, sir. his, Thank his, you. Uh, That's his the hat, old school helmet. Just up the camera is there jasmine rice yeah. in this, oh, man, or are we just getting chili mountain, today? Oh, we're just straight chili. No jasmine rice. It's all right. Oh, thank you. Hey, hey radio, radio professional, close that door and then come sit down. All right. And <laughs> this guy is rolling in here. No jasmine rice. I'm sorry I, I set that up. Uh, maybe I set the bar too high for you, PG. <laughs> I apologize. But uh, Cam was apparently listening somewhere out in the Ponte Vedra area or the uh, Jack's Beach area and uh, made the trip across the ditch. Did you make a special trip just to bring us some chili? I did. Lean into that microphone like a radio professional that you are right there. <laughs> I did. In fact, I heard you uh, talking about what everybody's going to be having tonight, and the advantage of having chili at the tailgate is I make it the day before. So I'm like, why not swing by with these guys, <laughs> drop off a bowl of tailgate chili, a little extra karma. The millions why out not? there listening are going to Now, how many will you feed tonight? Uh, we have about 15 to 20 people that are at our tailgate typically, okay. uh, and, and a few friends come by from Passers time to time. Passers by, yeah. drop in occasionally. Well, we got a nice stock pot of chili and I was thinking, why not come by and drop off a round for you guys? You've been so supportive of the tailgate chili breakfast all the year. So let's do it for Monday night football. We paid our it. dues for a lot of years <laughs> in this town. And, uh, these, you know, the Duval community really needs a game like this. I hope the guys come out and play well. It could be a heck of a statement for the organization, for the city, and for a lot of these guys on the field. So what is this? Is this like the Roman Legionnaires helmet version of the, the Jaguar? What, what exactly do we I have? think FT's got this one wired. This is Gimli's helm from Lord of the Rings. Mm. Is that what it Started is? Started wearing it 20 years ago. Oh. You know, I used to dive, teach uh, fumble recovery drills for the kids, dive on the rocks and glass, and it kind of protected the dome, and it ended up, being a, a game day tradition. <laughs> I, I don't know if he's telling the truth about any of this. I was like rocks this. and glass. Yeah, I'm not sure about that. You've never had the uh, the training camp chili before, though, Dave? No. Fan camp, first day of training camp, comes out, and he does bring the rice for that one. Nice little bed of rice, same chili, 13 sausage mm-hmm. chili. It's been a staple for wow. years and years and years. Yep, every training camp since day one, they came back from Stevens Point. We've been serving uh, opening day of training camp, free chili for fans, media, hmm. Thanks for the support, it, it's guys. It's not too hot of a day to – Well, that was the point, Dave, is that okay. they're out there on the field in August heat, busting butt, you, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> and the way we could show that we're ready to rock on day one is out there with habanero chili. Oh, I While love While you it. guys are in the heat, we're pounding the chili. <laughs> and so it, it – Everybody's it, sweating. In, Makes sense. In 96, yeah. Tom came back on Coughlin time. They started about 740. And Ooh. Tom comes around about 7.30 inside the fence, and I'm there to offer him a bowl of chili, and we've been doing it ever since. Oh, I love it. Is this a game-used jersey right yeah, here? Yeah, this is my Freddie T. autograph jersey. Okay. I break it out for special occasions, and what's more of a special occasion? Than I was going to say, the 2.8 looks like it's been diving on a little glass it, and, yes, and some other does. stuff. It's, right? <laughs> it's, it's been through. It's, it's legit, is my point. We don't want some pristine, well, fresh, you I know, just, right off the rack. I clothing. don't do voodoo in this one. 
in the old days. Okay. Uh, we used to do a pregame voodoo ceremony as well. Oh, my we'll goodness. Burn an incarnation of the opponent. Sometimes, <laughs> you know, 50, until you've seen an 88 year old grandmother chanting voodoo, voodoo, you never really lived. <laughs> What what honestly put an end to that? Like fire marshal or, or no? Or, I just got a little older and literally it, decided no longer burning people in effigy. Was well, the, there was diving through the fire was part of the ceremony, okay. and and the rocks and glass is not much hyperbole. There was some rough ground under those uh, tailgate parking lots. We Understood. Were in. Where where do you hold court tonight? We're all. Uh, about six or seven parking spaces in the very back of the tailgate bar and grill on the northeast corner of the stadium. We've been there since they closed parking lot R for the renovations of baseball field, et cetera. Okay. See, we love all parking lots. Mm-hmm. As long as they're filled with passionate Jag fans. Oh, right? yeah. It's going to be nuts. Like, I don't need to see the social media bickering between the slab and the fairgrounds that I see going on today. They're all fans <laughs> of the same team. Let's all pull together. Uh, Cam, what are you expecting tonight out of your Jaguars? I really expect a, uh, the trend to continue and the progression toward the playoffs to, to move along at warp speed at this point. I'd like to see Trevor continuing to throw the ball down the field. I think when you uh, – a couple games ago, we didn't get a target for Kirk and Ridley, not counting Ridley's pass. I mean, Kirk's pass. We didn't, get, we didn't target either of those guys till midway in the second quarter, mm-hmm. and I think that's like shooting yourself in the foot. You got weapons like that. You're going to get the linebackers and safeties creeping up if, unless you strike downfield a few times. It changes the mindset of the second and third tier of the defense dramatically just to take those shots. And when you got real estate agents and librarians flying in on the weekend to call these games, as you guys were talking about earlier, you got to go, go downfield. The pass interference is a coin flip to these guys. You got a 68 year old guy puffing down the field trying to keep up with world class athletes. He doesn't see clearly what happens at the point of contact, you know, and so take advantage of that. You know, you got one on one downfield, get the ball in the air and let your receiver use the advantage he has to make a play on the ball and if not, draw a penalty. All right. Is this the official uh, game day jersey for tonight or do you got a, a wardrobe change? No, at any we're point? Bl- I, I, You're good you, to go. You guys are looking yeah. great. Mike's over here in his Hawaii. It's, it's, it's uh, bright colors. <laughs> you, may, you may recognize this as teal, which is the Jaguars' primary color. Uh, are we at the game? Are we at the stadium? No, but I'll we're, be we're black. blacking out yeah. here. We're yeah. setting the tempo early. Well, I hope you guys enjoy. I got to get chilling. a nap in, man. I don't want to get my you know my black ensemble all wrinkled up. I want to be ready to go. Well, this is game day all the way to the helmet. I figured I'd do it right. If I'm dropping off game day chili, I ought to look like I'm going to the game. Mm, so, love right. it. Well, Thank you. We, I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys and everything you do for the community and the team and uh david all the years of busting your, your butt out there for it. thanks sir i was gonna say bro this probably go well with like a bed of rice or something but other than that i mean it's what a tough crowd it's honestly gonna be just fine it'll be just fine now fan, fan cam we love you brother appreciate you stopping by and uh lending a little cheer how about a little duval on the way out the door for all huh? that is jest in this life and the next one two three Duval and drainage too. (laughs) (laughs) Very nice, very nice. Some people hate the countdown. By the way, they don't. Well, it's a tribute, and I think you you guys sync it up. Yeah, we gotta make sure. Last time I did the hot dog guy thing, you know. Yes, and it kind of threw off the timing of everything. So I think in 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 honor of Doug and his uh, commitment to the Duvals with the club. I figure from now on, when I do it with you guys, I'll be doing the one, two, three. All right. I love it, man. Uh, we have no issue with it. We uh, t- So what's your, your uh, number one key that you haven't discussed uh, for the Jags? Steal one from Garrard. <laughs> pressure, pressure the inexperienced quarterback. Okay. 
Let's yeah. get some mistakes. Let's win the turnover battle, and let's put this baby away early. What do you say? Uh, let's do it, right? Let's not give the rest uh, a chance to dictate any yeah. of the outcome. Go back to your game. librarian job. Right, or well, I think there are probably not too many librarians doing it, but sure. They used to publish literally they did. the, the occupation of all the referees yeah. with their number. I always and thought it was like uh, you know, like uh, Wall Street types and bankers. I and put out stuff. a newsletter in the in the, the heyday years, and one of the issues had a listing for the fans of a pullout where what everybody's job was. So when the refs came down, they screw up a call, and they're down in the end zone. The, the Fans would know what to, you know. You could tell them what job to go back yeah, to. Yeah, go back to your real estate job, would you? <laughs> you know? And uh, those were the days. <laughs> Cam, you're the best, buddy. Take we, care, guys. We appreciate the chili. Uh, thank you for uh, making everybody else in the building jealous. Yeah. I don't know how much you brought, but I'm not sharing mine. So. Just for you guys. Ex- uh, apologies to Joe and me and the crew. Nah. nah. <laughs> you know, we all understand the pecking order around these parts. All right, Cam, uh, what's your score prediction tonight? Uh, 37-13. Jaguar. Jags on top. There you go. Love it. Love it. All right. You're welcome to hang out, by the way. Not kicking you out. No. In fact, I've already intruded more than I intended. I just I thought it would be a good karma thing to drop off some of the, the pregame show. You know, the first four years we did the chili breakfast was 96 through 99. That's pretty good years. Yep. yep. Yeah, from so what I hear. We got a little karma with it, and you guys are spreading around town. I appreciate it. All right, brother. Number one seed on the line. Let's go. Let's get Amen. it done. Amen. All right. There he goes. <laughs> Fan cam uh, with a little in-studio visit, uh, and uh, hopefully you took advantage of the YouTube uh, chat and uh, stream so you could see his game day ensemble ready to go, shaming me once again for not being in black early enough in the day. I'll get there. Trust me. By seven hours from kickoff, I'll be in all black. But uh, We'll take it. It's still early. It's still early. All right, uh, Pockets, why don't you fire up that 10-10 take? 10-10. 10-10 take. take. Now, Mike Dempsey's 10-10 take. Brought to you by JNM Roofing Jacksonville, your storm restoration specialists. All right, let's do a quick uh, couple times around the table. We'll get to some more keys in the final segment uh, that people are sending in uh, what they see as keys to victory uh, here. Uh, chili, chili, and more chili uh, for a lot of people. As uh, you know, get a bowl of fan camps chili. Check. We've already done that, Dave. I know you didn't want to spoil your own list of. Uh, keys so go ahead here's your opportunity to lay your most important one on us uh my most important one would be get off to a fast start okay don't come out with uh three and outs those kind of things to allow them to feel good about themselves let them drive the ball and put points on the board before us those kind of things so i would say come out and get a fast start the energy in the stadium is going to be electric so build it and keep it going and and make them feel that pressure of we got to keep up with this team. If you do that, then you'll make them – you'll cause errors for the other team to happen with a young quarterback. All right, Tony. Uh, the Bengals are second worst against the run in the league this year. They give up almost 140 yards per game on the ground. They have not won a game this year in which they have allowed an opponent more than 142 yards on the ground. Jags rush for 142 tonight. They win. Okay, that sounds fair. Uh, look, turnovers are always big, but I think – where they happen is also big. You cannot set up Cincinnati with any kind of short fields or allow them to set themselves up with short fields tonight. I'm not saying you have to play conservatively. Just protect the football. I don't think they can beat you unless you help them doing it, right? Mm-hmm. And and whether it's like a blown coverage like we talked about, guys getting a, a quick six or just setting themselves up with a field-flipping play, if you don't allow them to have those kind of plays that kind of 
equal what I think is going to be the talent disparity, primarily coming from the quarterback position. I just don't think the Bengals are going to yeah. be able to win this football I think game. they would need five or six of those and to win the turnover battle. To win. Five or six game-changing type or yeah. tur- you know, like field position changing, yeah. explosive yeah. type plays, things like that. Uh, Dave, let's go around one more time. Pressure the QB. Get on his butt. Don't let him breathe at all. I want to see if it's just the front four guys, Josh Allen, Trayvon, get back there. Your your two interior guys, make sure you provide some push. If he feels comfortable and he thinks he can complete passes because there's no rush, every quarterback in the NFL can complete passes that way. Tony? Kidding. Uh, get Calvin Ridley more involved like they have the last couple of weeks. The Jags have not lost the game this year in which Calvin Ridley has had four more receptions. Ridley has caught a touchdown in four games this year. The Jags are 4-0 in those four games. Ridley has six games this year with at least eight targets. The Jags are 5-1 in those six games. Eight targets or four catches or a touchdown for Ridley tonight, and the Jags beat the Bengals. You know, it's interesting because they, they have so many different guys that you can win. Like, I don't think you have to have a big game from Ridley. I understand what you're saying. Yep. If you get one, they don't lose, right? Yeah. But you get big games from Zay, you can get big games from Kirk. I think they got to get Evan Ingram in the end zone. And I don't know if look, I don't know if it's necessary to beat the Bengals tonight, but it's going to be necessary at some point to get to where you ultimately want to be. And tonight's a good place to start as any. Evan Ingram's done a fine job in terms of accumulating targets and receptions and yardage and all that. He's still the same player, still very talented. Let's start getting him in the end zone. You yeah. start opening him up as a red zone weapon. And it's going to make everything else easier down in that area of the field. And the Jags have struggled at times in the red zone. So he, to me, is the most obvious guy, along with Zay, who's the bigger wide receiver out of the trio. Zay's made his impact in the red zone. Want to see it start for Evan Ingram tonight. Yeah, I started with the run game stuff because of the injuries at tight end Mm -hmm. going into tonight's game. We don't know if Strange is going to play. We don't know if Farrell is going to play. That's your two and three on the depth chart for a team that can run the ball effectively at times, how much does not having both of those guys potentially available tonight affect how effective they can be running the football tonight? If they can still be effective running the football, I don't think they have any problem winning the game tonight against the Bengals. But I do think those two guys, they're not going to affect what you do in the passing game a whole lot, but they could affect what you do in pass protection and running the football, if your two and three guys on the depth chart at tight end aren't available to you, that's not a small deal. All right, we got a lot of uh, keys being submitted here on social media, so we'll get to a bunch of those coming up in the final segment of the uh, show here. And Tony will take us on a quick tour around the rest of the National Football League outside of the poor officiating last night on Sunday Night Football. But we like the outcome with Green Bay knocking off Kansas City, giving the Jags the hammer, at least for the moment, in the AFC. Up to them to win tonight to remain in that position and continue to take advantage. You want to get in 641-1010, the easiest way to do it. You're listening to Jaguars today on a Keys to Victory game day Monday on 1010XL and 92.5 FM. He's still throwing passes. It's a David Garrard Monday on 1010XL. Brought to you by your local Napa Auto Care Centers. All right, uh, Chris said he just landed in Duval. Where's the best place to buy Jags apparel? Fanatics, Dicks, I don't know. Well, they'll have the store that's going to be open down there now on game days. There you go. What time's that open? I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Take a look. I don't know. You might want it before he goes down there. Yeah, there is the new team store. Uh, it's right outside there by the uh, new practice facility. And, so. and there's a store out of 
Jack's Beach. I think it's Sports Mania. There's a bunch of them. Yeah. And just, yeah, that's what yeah. I go to. Hop couple, on your phone. A couple blocks away. Jag's gear. You'll find it. It'll be out there. <laughs> Welcome to town. Glad you're here. All right. Um, Tony's digging that up, but while he's doing that, we'll get him to multitask here. Uh, let me just read this one from Irish Diplomacy on Twitter. Said, I knew I recognized Fan Cam's voice all these years. Many moons ago, we parked in the same lot and visited for the voodoo jersey burning every week. Good times. <laughs> so, yeah, it's all, you know, all in the spirit of, um, you know, burning the jersey in the most collegial way possible, you know. Not our jersey we're burning. Yeah. I got no problem with it, you know. <laughs> None whatsoever. Right. It's just a jersey, right? Yeah. Just representing the other team, and um, that's probably what they're worth. Oh, my gosh. Gonna be so fun tonight. All right, uh, let's take uh, before we get to our submitted keys to victory. A quick look around the rest of the National Football League. Now, gems around the NFL, brought to you by Beaches Jewelry and Pawn in Jack's Beach. Houston wide receiver Tank Dell suffered a fractured fibula on Sunday against the Denver Broncos. He will be placed on injured reserve and miss the remainder of the season. Tennessee defensive tackle Jeffrey Simmons was forced out of their loss against Indianapolis yesterday with a knee injury. The injury is not expected to be season-ending for Simmons. The New York Giants are opening the practice window for quarterback Terod Taylor as he works back from a rib injury. New Orleans Saints quarterback Derek Carr is in the league's concussion protocol and suffered shoulder impact injuries against the Detroit Lions yesterday. Pittsburgh quarterback Kenny Pickett was knocked out of the Steelers' loss to Arizona with an ankle injury that is being called a high ankle sprain. The word out of Pittsburgh is that he is expected to miss their game on Thursday at minimum uh, this week against New England. Could be out beyond that as well, but they have no plans at this point to place Pickett on injured reserve. He will be undergoing surgery today on that ankle injury, and Washington running back Brian Robinson left their game and was unable to return with a hamstring injury. Christian Watson last night did the same for the Green Bay Packers. Yep, all right. Thank you, Tony. Uh, Today we ask you uh, on the rare Monday game day for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hopefully we'll rectify that going forward in the future. What are your three keys to victory for the Jags versus the Bengals tonight? Uh, We'll run through some of these, and uh, Dave, you can weigh in on how important you think some of these uh, factors will be. You mentioned getting off to a fast start. So did Cristiano. Once a fast start, obviously protect Trevor and get the pass rush uh, cranked up. Mm-hmm. All those things seem uh, pretty right on point. Uh, stuff the Bengals' run game, pressure Browning into mistakes, play mistake-free as much as possible. That's something to – look, Joe Mixon is a good back. I don't think he's one of the elite backs in the National Football League again, but you can't let him you know, get off to a good start averaging four and a half, five yards a carry because that takes a lot of pressure off Jake Browning yeah. tonight. And our, our defense, you know, is really good against uh, the run. So, I would say – Wouldn't expect that to be a problem. Yeah, but. make sure you continue that that trend. Don't let them get off. Don't let Joe get off. And, you know, a lot of uh, offenses will throw the ball when the run game isn't working, but they'll just throw a little tunnel screens. Yep. They'll throw um, a screen to the back. So, don't let any of those things get off tonight because I'm telling you, if you, if you allow guys to pop – and you're not tackling well, then it'd make it a long night for you. I, boy, I just really think they're going to play this game at a fever pitch. I think so, I, too. I really, yeah. really do. Then again, in a couple occasions this year when they haven't shown up with that. Mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't think that's going to be an issue. I, I do think that little extra tick of Kansas City losing mm-hmm. clarifies just how everything is in your hands yeah. right now. And not that it 
wasn't important to win this game regardless, you know, uh, because you're trying to get the highest seed as possible. You haven't locked up the playoffs yet. As Tony pointed out on the break there, uh, the Panthers are eliminated from playoff mm. consideration already. Mm. Uh, it's tough to do in today's NFL. Yeah, it is. At this point, right? With five full yep. weeks to go with seven playoff spots in each conference. So, uh, well, at least they can talk about that, you know, number one overall pick that oh, they're going to have this draft. So. That they won't be using. Oh. The, oh, yes, because it belongs oh, to is the that Bears. This draft they yeah, don't have? that's oh. still that's still going to be this Dag draft. Dagnabbit. So. Uh, but, hey, you got Bryce Young, so it, it'll all work out, I'm sure. Uh, Joe Jags said score early and often, pressure the quarterback, crush their will. Uh, a lot of people basically saying if you get out to a quick start, yeah, Bengals are going to realize what they're in for. Uh, no blown assignments. That goes to what you're talking about, tackling, mm-hmm. right? No, None of the quick strike plays yeah. where you let them uh, – pace is important. Can't peak at 7 p.m. I think you may be talking about the fan base <laughs> and not the team. I hope is, the team is, doesn't peak at 7 p.m. Get home safely to celebrate. Yes, uh, that's definitely a fan base. Uh, don't turn the ball over. Agree. Keep Trevor safe always. And uh, D-line get some pressure. Uh, same thing we do every week. Try to take over the line of scrimmage. Protect Trevor. Hit Browning a lot. Don't let them establish the run. Uh, the only thing that really matters is Trevor Lawrence stays upright. I mean, that really probably is the number one thing every week yeah. for this team. Yeah. Having Trevor Lawrence available to play the next week. You know, win the game, obviously, but then having Trevor Lawrence ready to go the next week, uh, you know, goes without saying. I mean, look at where the Bengals find themselves right now. Yeah. Um, that goes without saying. And, and, my one other point that I was going to say was, and you kind of hit on all of it, was they're not very good against the tight end. So let's make sure we use Evan Ingram and let's use him in the red zone and score touchdowns yes. in the red zone. Yes. I think that is a, a big key right there. Yeah, and, and this maybe should go without saying as well, but one way that a team – that is at a disadvantage. And uh, the Bengals are a good team. Yeah. They're just not good at quarterback right mm-hmm. now. So don't make the quarterback look better than he is. Exactly. But special teams can be a great equalizer, mm-hmm. right? You know, you, you get a block punt. You get a, a big return. You get a whatever. So don't allow that to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, right now I'm content if Parker Washington basically catches all the punts that yeah. come to him. You know, just hang on to the football. I think that's as yeah. important as anything. He but had one pretty good return last He did. Week. He, yeah. But if he, if he does nothing but fair catch or just do the just hang on to the just football, don't be I'm a fine problem. with it. Don't right? be don't, a problem. Don't, exactly. Yeah. Right? My fourth key was going to be. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got as many be, as you like, yeah. honestly. There's no limit. <laughs> just be good in all phases, like you were saying. You threw special teams out there. I think if, if every phase shows up tonight, like – you know how we'll have the defense balling and offense go down and get, you know, three field goals and then you have one muff or something like that. Let's let all three phases shine tonight. I want to see that. Yeah, uh, and we don't have, you know, the Jamal Agnew potential to flip yeah. the field. I don't think the Jags will have to have that. I don't think they'll need it. They, I think it's much more important that they don't let the Bengals be the stars on special mm-hmm. teams tonight than – that they have to do anything outside the ordinary themselves yeah. to come away uh, with a win. Uh, I'm feeling pretty confident. You want to go ahead and give a score? What you what you feeling? Uh, you know, I'm I'm close to where fan cam was. I'm thinking 31, maybe 17, something like that. Okay, yeah. What number did he give us? What did he give? 37, 13, I believe he okay. gave. Mm-hmm. I might be splitting the difference between you guys. What do you got, Tony? <laughs> I'll go Jaguars 34, 23. 34, 23. All right, I'll I'll say like uh. I'll go 30. 
Okay. Uh, but I'll go th- like thirteen. I so think, one dollar less. Yeah, one dollar less. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna try to undercut you in a big way. But in, in all honesty, uh, I think this is gonna be a two touchdown game. You know, yeah. or, or something in that realm. If it ends up, you know, Cincinnati scores late and the Jags win by ten or whatever, so be it. Yeah. Uh, not gonna sweat it, but uh, I think they're gonna show tonight uh, from the opening kickoff that mm-hmm. they're focused on the task at hand, know what's out there and possible for them, and I think yeah. they're going to play like that. Yeah, I do. Look, the ETN injury designation going into it makes me nervous. Not that I don't trust the other backs that they have, that they can still – Dearness Johnson, I think, can lead the backfield if he needs to for a night. Like mm-hmm. I, But I do think the tight ends, I don't think that's nothing, right, when two of your three top tight ends aren't going to be available to you, and they're the ones who help you in the run game. Yeah for a team that's already having issues in the run game and your starting running back has an injury designation going into the game. I think all those things are important things to look at going into this one tonight. And as we mentioned early in the show, Dave, they're going to get the Bengals' best shot. Yeah, You know, the Bengals are on Monday Night Football too. The Bengals are trying to hold on to their chance to have a good season with this game tonight. They are going to get whatever the best punch left from the Bengals is, you'll see it on the field, especially early tonight. I think the Jaguars' counterpunch is way better than whatever the Bengals have to offer at this point, but you're going to get whatever that best shot is. You're going to see it early on. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, let's say hello to XL Primetime. Now, the two-minute drill brought to you by Tire Outlet. Keeping the rubber on the road with wholesale prices and premium service. Tire Outlet, Jacksonville's largest locally owned automotive repair shop. All right, Joe C. in the house as we continue along getting you ready for uh, Jags on Monday Night Football versus the Bengals. What's up, Joe? I walk in, I hear 14 points. I like that. And then Tony gives me all sorts of great concerns. So I'm trying to figure this out. I'm just, just trying to sort through it right now. I got 17. I have 30, to, 30 to 13. But I think uh, most people think the Jags are going to handle their business tonight. Yeah, you know, the, uh, I think the uh, odds opened at 8 or 8.5, and, and, and it soared to 10. Yeah, so 10, it went 10, to double digits yeah. quickly. Well, quite frankly, if they win it twenty-one to twenty and nobody yeah. gets hurt, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah I get it, you know? I get it. But but you know, I agree with the sentiment of this team is there's a lot in front of them. The number one seed is right there with what happened last night. They need to get to nine wins to stay with the Baltimores and the Miamis of the world, and so that is a huge, I would think tipping point for them tonight to give them that one little extra thing. I don't, they're not going to go to sleep on the Bengals. There's no doubt. They haven't had a, an atmosphere like this in over a decade. And so they'll come out firing, especially with the way that game plan went this past week against the Texans. All right, uh, Joe, wall-to-wall Jags today, or what yeah. do we got? Yeah, so the way we're setting it up, we're going to do a little college football playoff because everyone's hangry over what happened uh, with the selection committee, uh, FSU fans, Georgia fans, so on. So anyway, we'll hit that. But the main thing is, is Kurt Warner will be, will be on with us at 1215. Troy Aikman at 1230, Hall of Fame finalist Willie Anderson, a former Bengal at 1 o'clock, Dan Orlovsky at 2 o'clock, the quarterback whisperer, so we're going to be loaded. All right, uh, Joe will be listening. Have a good show. And Is there any more chili left? Let's go Jags. Uh, you can have what's in the bottom of that it bowl. It was delicious. Right there, but uh, the answer is no. And, no. Uh, as a matter of fact, there is none uh, for XL Pride time there. So pecking order established by fan cam uh, all right uh, there he goes joe c out the door but uh, for the next three hours xl primetime coming your way all right dg uh what time you get into the stadium tonight uh it, it won't be at 3 30 no okay, I can <laughs> right. tell you that much. you've already had your pregame chili too, yes so. it'll be a little closer to game time all right uh will you participate in the light uh spectacular absolutely uh-huh. all, all my kids they're excited it's their first monday night game yes um 
that they can remember. My son probably came to one, but uh, that they can remember. So they're pumped up. They're jacked. They're going to be in all black as well. So how does school work tomorrow? Uh, you know what? They're out of school today. It was a long weekend of softball tournaments, and our girls are little, they were a little pooped. So we said, you know what? Uh, <laughs> and then maybe <laughs> tomorrow. Should have grown up a garage. And then tomorrow might be a late start going Guys, to school. Guys, we had softball this week. We're uh-huh. just not going to go to school on Monday. Uh, okay? yeah. so we had to play softball this well, week. Well, we have to be ready for the game. They can't come home and then be super tired. Yeah, All right. priority good. straight. Good yeah. point. All right, good point. I'm just jealous, and uh, that's clear. <laughs> All right, uh, DG, thank you, and yes. uh, thank you guys. Hopefully, we'll be celebrating Victory Tuesday all the way Absolutely. through uh, the rest of the week Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Uh, but go get it done, Jags. So we think you will. We'll talk to you on the pregame coming up later on today, and we'll see you down there at Everbank Stadium. For Tony Smith, David Grard, and Dylan Denmark, I'm Mike Dempsey. Let's go, Jags, and get that W, and let's talk about it tomorrow. Right back here once again on Jaguars Today on 1010XL 92.5 FM. For all that is just in this life and the next. One, two, three. Duval!